Episode 1. Welcome to Reinforce You, your weekly destination for all things health and wellness. My name is Dennis Tomlin, and I invite you to come along with me as I seek the answers to questions humans have been asking as long as we've been talking. What does it mean to have a purpose-filled life? What does it mean to achieve one's optimum health? Can we live a quality life while living a long and healthy one? If growing mentally, physically, and spiritually piques your interest, I invite you to come along as we seek these new ways of traveling on this journey called life. It is the goal of Reinforce You to educate, motivate, and inspire you to become the person you long to be. The information presented to you is to open the doors to new possibilities, but it is not a replacement for your healthcare providers. We will have open discussions covering mental, physical, and spiritual topics before making any decisions related to these and other topics discussed. Please talk with your healthcare provider. Now, to this week's show. Hello and welcome to Reinforce You, your weekly destination for all things health and wellness. My name is Dennis Tomlin, and I invite you to come along with me as we explore what it means to flourish, how to live a purpose-filled life, what does it mean to achieve one's optimum health, you know, with all those things that we're told that we should do and the things we're told not to do, is it possible to live a quality life while living a long and healthy one? If growing mentally, physically, and spiritually piques your interest, I invite you to come along as we discuss the many roads, and there are many of them, because everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own way of traveling on this this journey called life. And I invite you to come along and find your way, to find your path and the way to clear the obstacles in your road in order to find a way to flourish. As a grad student studying health psychology, I'm introduced to all these incredibly fascinating research things going on around the globe. Through both my formal and informal research, other scientists are, well, they're discovering all kinds of untapped potential of the mind-body medicine. If that term is unfamiliar with you, well, you're not alone. That's why one of the goals of Reinforce You is to help educate others on what it means and ways to tap into that power, that power in each of us to reconnect the freight ends of the mind, body, and spirit due to stress or illnesses, toxic environments, or those toxic relationships. You know, if we're not careful, life can, it can really beat us down, make us lose hope and withdraw from life, from living that life that we dreamt of until we're just going through the motions. The next goal is to help motivate you to reignite that passion and zest for life. Those of you old enough to remember G.I. Joe, um, they would say um, knowing is half the battle. But Dr. Santos and her colleagues, they really explained where knowing is not half the battle. Think about it this way. We all know what we're supposed to eat. 
We know that if we're trying to lose weight and we eat that extra piece of cheesecake, we're not going to, we're not going to meet our goals. So knowing is part of it, but why do we insist on doing those things that, well, that we know better? So we're going to study the psychology of those values, those beliefs, those things that are standing between us and where we want to go. Before you give up, and I, I hope you haven't already given up, give us the opportunity to be your encouragement, to help you explore coping mechanisms to break that cycle of despair you may feel trapped in. The last leg of a reinforced you three-legged stool is to provide inspiration. Sometimes all the education and coping skills are just not enough for us us to get free from the quicksand we feel trapped in. So we'll bring you stories of how others have managed to overcome those incredible obstacles facing them, and they somehow found a way to unleash that force living in each of us. Against all the odds in the world, they've become the person they long to be, the person they were born to be. So we'll bring you interviews ranging from athletes to soccer moms that have faced mental and physical breakdowns, breakdowns some caused by injuries or disease. Their stories, they'll all vary. They're from all walks of life. But the one thing that all of us kind of feel is that traditional medicine has let us down. See, Western traditional medicine is incredibly flawed at its core. Both doctors and insurance companies, well, they all tend to seek how to cure a problem. But truthfully, traditional medicine is more about managing chronic illnesses rather than curing them, or even worse, helping prevent them altogether. All too often, doctors don't spring into action until there's symptoms that, well, the symptoms have become so great, they have no choice but to jump in. They put you on medication that, well, all too often, you're forced to take the rest of your life. For example, very few diabetics, they rarely come off of insulin once it's prescribed to them. More often than not, as they age, their dosages of insulin increase with time, not decrease. Thankfully, the Western traditional approach is changing, but it's not changing nearly fast enough for society. It's sad that Exercise, nutrition, and other mind-body medicine techniques are, well, they're still considered alternative medicine instead of the medicine of choice. Reinforce You is about helping to educate you on to help in prevention and managing of many of today's mental or physical chronic illnesses. It is important to know that the information we present to you is to open doors to new possibilities, to help you improve your life, but it is never a replacement for your health care provider. We'll have open discussions covering mental, physical, and spiritual health before making any kind of decisions related to these or other topics discussed. Please include your mental or physical health care provider. All of us are on our own paths and it's challenging for all of us. What I'm trying to do here at Reinforce You is to 
show you there's more than one way. And just because you've been stuck in a rut on a certain path doesn't mean you can't get out of it. Doesn't mean there's not hope to get back on track in life. So during each episode, I have three very specific goals. First, I want to educate you on health and wellness topics that, well, they may be new to you or maybe you just haven't looked at it this way before. Next, I want to help motivate you to make that mental, physical, or spiritual change in your life that will help you improve the quality of your life. In the end, it's going to help improve those around you as well. Lastly, I want to help inspire you to believe that today is better than yesterday. Tomorrow can be better than today. As we launch these first episodes, I can't even begin to tell you what it's going to look or sound like. So I only hope that you're willing to grow with us and together we'll find a way to improve all of our qualities of life by sharing stories of how we're similar to one another and maybe gain a better understanding and appreciation for how we're different. Whether we agree or disagree, we'll always be guided by respect for one another. You may not agree with some of the information we present or some of the information from some of our guests. So I I hope you'll come along for the journey as we educate, motivate, and inspire you to greatness. At this point, I'd like to take a minute or two to tell you a little about my journey and why I'm so confident that you are capable of overcoming those obstacles on your road to flourishing, to finding that internal happiness, no matter what problem comes your way. Today, I'm all into the holistic lifestyle, but it hasn't always been that way. And for you to really understand who I am and how I've come to where I think and where I'm at these days, let's start at the beginning. We're going to travel way back in time to 1968. At that point, my mom was trying to escape a, a harsh life. At that point, my grandmother was single, and she was doing the best she could to care for mom and and mom's five others. That's right, total of six kids. Along that time, my dad would come along and sweep mom off her feet with promises of a better life. And at 16, they were married, and by 17, I was born. The early days were hard, but at first they seemed to be better than mom's life before. It wouldn't be long before my dad's insecurities, jealousy, grandiose religious tirades, and pinned-up rage came into our life. For the next 10 years, our home was filled with violence, infidelity, and accusations, mistrust, and religious grandiose ideas that, you know, God was talking to my dad. He was called to be a preacher, and you know, meanwhile, he's talking about preaching on Sunday and beating on my mom at night. My dad had the opportunity to build an incredible bond between me and him that, well, it's stuck with me to this day. It's during our early development that that really shapes our lives, the way we look at things, cope with problems, the way that we see the world. After 10 years, my mom had finally she had been beaten enough. They would go through a bitter divorce, putting me and my two younger sisters 
in the crossfire. During those early years, Dad had built this wall surrounding the two of us. Looking back, I can see how he made it look as if it were the two of us against the world. Everything bad in our lives was because someone else had done him wrong. He created such a deep divide between us that it would take nearly 40 years to form a strong bond with my mom, the mom that I have today. With mom no longer in the picture, I became the target of his rage. If I dare crossed him or grew tired of the hours upon hours of being preached at, I could find myself picking myself up off the floor due to a punch. Looking back, I never really understood why I chose to live with him over my mom. From a logical standpoint, well, it makes no sense. But from early development standpoint, it's not about logic. It's about emotions. By age 15, our home was the epitome of dysfunctional family. Dad had been married, remarried, and divorced. We had ping-ponged back and forth from Jacksonville to Panama City, Florida. And after failing the ninth grade once, I, I would fear that I had failed it for a second time. On Friday, June 8th, my dad and I loaded up the truck and went to visit family in Sylacauga. That was my hometown and where my grandparents and most of my other family still lived at that time. The morning of June 9th, one of my cousins and I, we cleaned the pool at my uncle's house where we were staying. I would spend the day working at my grandfather's property. You know, he never missed an opportunity to get free labor, and it was it was really an honor to be able to, to help him clean up his property and cut down shrubs and bushes and move lumber. Because at that time, he was living in a small RV camper, still drinking heavily. He was a very bad alcoholic and had been since the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And that explains a lot of the things that went on in my dad's life, not excusing what he did. There is never an excuse for abusing someone, whether it be mental or physical. I'm going to break away from my story for just a second. If you're being abused, you don't deserve it. You haven't done anything wrong. You haven't done anything to cause it. It's not your fault. Seek help before it's too late and before things happen that are either so bad you never recover and somebody is forever hurt. So if you're being abused, seek help. Talk to a loved one. Talk to law enforcement if you need to. But you don't deserve to be abused. And if you're listening to this and you're abusing someone, there may be a lot of reasons why, but they don't deserve that. And you're not only keeping them down, but you're holding yourself back as well. Seek the mental help that you need. Stop the abuse. You can end the cycle. I realize that most abusers were abused as children, but you can stop the cycle. Break that model that people say can't be broken. You can be the one that changes the course of your future and the future of those that you love. Break it. You can do it. I know you can, but you got to want to. So back to that morning of June 9th, 
we had been cleaning the pool, and then, like I say, we were out at my grandfather's property. That night, three cousins and I would, would all get together and go see the movie Goonies. After returning back to my uncle's, we decided to go for a swim. All of us were having a wonderful evening. We had been wrestling in the pool, swimming, laughing, just enjoying being around each other and catching up for the first time, first time in years. Then all that would change around midnight. The last thing that I can honestly say I remember is diving off the board into the pool. They would share with me later that after going around the side of the house and using the bathroom, they saw me jump in feet first into the shallow end and float toward the other end of the pool. My grandmother thought I was playing dead man's float, a game I loved, how I so loved, enjoyed harassing her with by holding my breath and pretending to be floating dead on the surface of the water. But this time, this time it was no game. I would eventually disappear and sink to the bottom of the deep end. My grandmother told me later that she believes it was around 20 minutes or so after I disappeared that they started looking for me. It searched around the house and was calling for me, and nobody could find me. And finally, my cousin Bodie jumped in and found me hovering just above the drain in the deep end of the swimming pool. In that last dive, doctors believe, is when I struck my head on the slope between the deep and the shallow ends of the pool. My spinal cord was swelling up. While it was doing that, I was still able to walk, talk, I guess. That last jar of landing in the pool, when I jumped in feet first in the shallow end, it completely severed my spinal cord at the fifth and sixth vertebrae. Over the course of the next six weeks, they would call my family in and tell them to say their goodbyes. No one expected me to live. My lungs were filled with chemical pneumonia due to the water. My fevers were spiking 103, 104. They'd put me on ice blankets to cool me off, and then I'd go to freezing, and they'd turn it off. And it was this, this yo-yo up and down temperatures. At that point, my body was rejecting both food and liquids. So I was lucky to get a couple of spoons of ice throughout an entire day. My lips were so chapped and dry. Things didn't look good. Things didn't look good at all. The odd part is through it all, I was as lured as I am talking to you now. I can remember the little girl at the end of the, the big long bay. Back then, things were very different than they are today. It was one long critical intensive care bay with there was about a dozen of us in there and i remember the little girl at the very end that had been hit on a bicycle at the end of her driveway she had been hit by a car and now i had tubes out of her nose and they were having to tie her down and she would scream for hours i remember the young black man that was beside me you know at, at that time because I was so alert and I'm just laying there 24-7. They brought in this little TV for me to watch. One of those little camper TVs. You don't see them much today with the phones and all. But then it was a little small 4-inch TV. But it was something that I could pick up the local channels. 
and I remember watching the story of this young black man that had been beat up by skinheads and left for dead under a bridge. He was now laying beside me. I'll never forget the sound of the alarms going off and the nurses and doctors come running in as they tried to save his life. I'll never forget the sobs of his family as they came in. So during all of this time, I was, I was alert. I was awake as my body was struggling and fighting. I'll do a spiritual episode later, but to give you a little tease, there was a spiritual intervention that took place. After that night, my body began to rapidly improve. It wasn't long before I was able to take a sip of Coke, and I still laugh today about that first sip. The first sip after all I could have was a couple of spoons of ice every four or five hours. Then I got that first sip of Coke, and I love thinking back and thinking there's nothing like the real thing. After my body was able to accept some food and water, my fevers began to subside, and I was able to move out of the critical unit and up to the eighth floor. Before too much longer, I was able to move to Spain Rehabilitation Center for Therapy. The therapist at Spain Rehab, well, they try to prepare for what the real world is going to be like as a quadriplegic paralyzed from his chest down. To be honest, I'm not sure there's any way to truly be prepared after your whole world has been turned upside down at 15. I would love to tell you that the violence, the drinking, the illegal drugs, the lifestyle stopped after my accident, but it didn't. If anything, things worsened. My dad would spend hours talking in tongues and laying hands on me to heal me, and then only to tell me that it was my fault that God had not healed me. I didn't believe that he would, and therefore, he didn't heal me. I knew within the first days of my accident if I were to ever have an opportunity to succeed in life. Education had to become front and center. Even though they were giving me this laundry list of things I would never do, I would never get married, finish school, drive, and so on. The mental fortitude that had been built up, well, it had grown stronger than ever. And even though I had never had a relationship with God, I know he was walking alongside of me, even when I didn't realize he was there. My spirituality was growing stronger. Don't mistake what I'm saying. Spirituality and religious affiliation, they're very different, as they are further apart than what man will ever be able to understand. I would go on to finish high school, and against all odds, I would earn an associate's degree from Central Alabama Community College, and then go on and get a bachelor's degree from Auburn University in mass communications. Since then, well, I've taught college broadcasting classes. I rolled across Alabama, parts of Florida and Georgia for 25 years as the DJ on wheels playing parties and weddings. I've briefed military and civilian leaders from around the globe representing the Community College of the Air Force during an incredible 15-year career as a multimedia specialist. In December, I'll be celebrating 25 years of marriage. See, I never allowed my physical limitations to limit my mental capabilities. I never put myself in that box. 
never believed that I couldn't. I only believed I had to think harder. I had to be smarter. And if I only did that enough, I could work my way out of any jam. That's how I grew up. Then at the height of my career, the rug would be pulled out from under me one more time. After two promotions, three quarters of completing my MFA in animation and visual effects, a slew of awards and decorations, after all of that, well, we believe it was a antibiotic shot transferred MRSA from my skin into a weakened area from a previous surgery. MRSA or MRSA and E. coli would infect my pelvic bone and left femur. Over the course of the next six years, I would have nearly a dozen surgeries, three blood transfusions. I'd be forced to retire and, well, it seemed doubtful that I would beat the infection. I felt forced to move from Alabama from my circle, my church, my community, my friends. I moved to Florida in search of new doctors. His things didn't go any better. My wife would be closer to her family, just in case I didn't make it. During this time, this long six-year battle, I knew that traditional medicine was not the answer. That's when I began researching holistic alternatives, holistic ways to heal the mind and body. It was during this time I discovered positive psychology, and I stopped concentrating on what was wrong, but allowing what was right to be the driving force of my life. Positive psychology, which is the, the science of studying what is right with an individual, has proven what philosophers and monks and, and other mind-body practitioners have been saying for thousands of years. It is possible, no matter the circumstances, no matter the social economic demographics, no matter what bucket individuals belong to, it is indeed possible for them to flourish, to find happiness. For true happiness is an intrinsic, it's, it comes from the inside out and will never be found while searching for the next extrinsic shiny object, kind of like the squirrel chasing the shiny thing. You'll never find it as long as you're looking for more money or for a bigger car or a bigger house or any of those kinds of things. I can't tell you how many times I've heard others say, I could never do what you've done. I don't know how you do it. If I were in your shoes, I would have just given up. And so many other comments like this. But see, where I differ from that point of view, I don't believe there's anything extraordinary about myself. I don't possess any superhuman skills or abilities that you don't have as well. For I believe that each of us has a power living within us, capable of propelling us to become that person we long to be, that person we're capable of being. I believe each of us, with the right support system, that incredible power that comes with hope and the grit to keep fighting, can overcome. They can overcome any obstacle between, between you and the powerhouse individual that you're capable of becoming. Sometimes it takes something devastating to wake us up, to shake us at our core and 
changed the trajectory of our lives. For me, it happened twice. First, a diving accident and then a bone infection had to intervene. It took them bumping me back into the lane, like the bumpers used on the kitty bowling alley, you know, where the ball kind of starts getting off track and the rails just bump it back on course. So I ask you, what will it take to change the trajectory of your life? What will it take to put you on the course and to help you stop going through the motions and become engaged in life? Are you ready? Are you willing to put the work in? If you're still listening, I believe you are. I believe that you're ready to take that next step. So I invite you to come along this journey each week as I introduce you to techniques to help you become stronger and more capable than ever before. We'll discuss the state of flow, techniques to improve your mind, body, and spirit, not by trying to cure you, but by strengthening what's already there. See, I don't believe that you're broken. I believe you're waiting for that fire to be reignited and the thrusters to be opened up to help you fuel your engines each week. I'll share research studies in the formal education necessary to help you reconnect those frayed ends of your mind, body, and spirit connections. I'll work, I'll work to help motivate you to stop hovering with your head just above the water and to take the action steps necessary to fulfill your purpose in life. And, and when education and motivation aren't enough, I'll bring you stories of inspiration where others have overcome what seem to be those insurmountable odds to flourish. Individuals that, that have overcome injuries, illnesses, mental or physical breakdowns of the body, from athletes to soccer moms, they all found a way, a way to do more than simply be alive, but to live. They found a way when nobody else believed in them, but themselves. They found their way to thrive. Individuals like next week's guest, Leticia Gonzalez. Here's a sneak peek of this incredible interview that I did with this, with this mom and future wellness coach. Oh, um... My journey started late in life. No, <laughs> um, my, I think it started before I even knew that I was on this path, if that kind of makes sense. Um, kind of back a little bit about me. I, I wasn't raised in the best scenario I had, you know, I was raised in a divorce household and saw very similar things and horrific things growing up. And, um, I always had this sense of empowerment within myself. Like I always felt like I, um, I can do better. I can do more. And it kind of guided me throughout my whole, um, childhood. Cause I saw things that children should never see or experience. Um, then you get into a teenage life and you make poor choices and I made poor choices. <laughs> um, but then I got sick and I got transverse myelitis when I was 15 and I was immobile for 30 days. And then through the grace of God or whatever anybody believes in, I literally got up on that 30th day, picked up my backpack. And went I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if that gave you goosebumps, but after our discussion, I was incredibly jazzed about life and more motivated than ever. So 
If stories like this excite you, I invite you back each week as we find new and exciting ways to help educate, motivate, and inspire you to greatness. If, if this excites you, if you know others that will be excited by it, will you hit that subscribe and like button to help others find us? To help others learn of these incredible stories of success? To help prepare you for next week's main topic, I want to invite you to go out to Martin Seligman's website on character strengths. It's at viacharacter.org. That's V-I-A character.org. And I'll put the uh, link down in the description below. Martin Seligman is the, the father of the modern positive psychology movement. It all started with him from a, a modern standpoint anyway. And he realized that modern medicine traditional medicine approach of psychologists are they're too focused on trying to cure what's wrong with people he said you know in his in a now famous speech where he challenged psychologists around the world stop focusing on what's wrong with people let's start focusing on what's right let's strengthen them from the inside out and that's where the the modern positive psychology story began. So one of the ways that positive psychology has shown us that we can help build each other up and to build ourselves up is through learning our character strengths. So they, they sought out around the world and studied cultures, both big and small, in the city and in the far reaches of the jungle, and they, they were searching for what's common with people that are happy, what are the common denominators? And so they came up with 24 character strengths. 24 things about each person. And that we all use them all. We all use all 24 of them. But they were able to develop some ways to rank them. To see which ones we utilize the most and which ones we don't draw upon. So I, I invite you to prepare for next week's topic, go out to the viacharacter.org website and take the survey. Now, depending on your age, you'll either want to take the adult or the youth survey. You'll, you'll see the links for both of them out there. And discover what your top five character strengths are. Now, please, if, you, if you're like most people I know, the first thing you're going to want to do is to jump down and see what your bottom strengths are. And you're thinking that if you can strengthen those bottom ones, then, well, then you'll become happier. Well, that's the normal reaction. You know what they've found? Through researching people all around the world, all the different cultures, they found that working the bottom ones, they don't lift the boat. They don't rise all the ships in the harbor. It's by focusing on those top five, by bringing them even, making them even stronger, that's how we, we become happy. That's how we, we learn to flourish. So, yeah, look at all of them. Look at 1 through 24. But don't, don't focus on those bottom ones. So my challenge for you is to go out to the, the viacharacter.org website 
And if you do have trouble finding it, uh, just do a search for Martin Seligman and Character Strengths, and that'll take you to the uh, to the VIA website. And uh, VIA, by the way, stands for Values in Action, so maybe that'll help you. So it's Values in Action Strengths. Um, so or, I'm sorry, Values in Action Character. Dot org. So VIA character.org. If you have any trouble, just do a, a Google search for it and you'll you'll find it. And then take the survey that, that fits you, depending on your age, whether it's the adult or the youth version. And over the course of the next week, I want you to find a way each day to use one of those strengths in a in a new way. Find a way to to utilize it, whether it's sharing it with someone else or whether it's being grateful for what you have, because you'll see gratitude is one of them. Um, perseverance is one of them. Maybe you are struggling with something in the yard and this big stump you you can't pull up and you're going to dig in deeper and you're going to get it up. So find a way to use one of your top strengths every day for the next week. And then next week, during the next show, along with incredible story of Leticia and, and her journey to health and wellness, you know, we're going to talk about character strengths and help you become stronger. We're going to build you up from the inside out because I believe that if we use the mechanisms that positive psychology teaches, if we can teach you how to do them, and then you can teach those in your circle how to use them. And then they're going to teach theirs. And it's going to just spread from household to household to community to community until we're all a better society because of them. So over the next week, find a way to use those. Find a way to, to strengthen yourself from the inside out. And we'll talk about them further next week. If you've enjoyed today's show, or even if you're unsure you want to come back each week, please, please give us another listen. Come along for the journey. I'm inviting you to become engaged in life. If you are someone that, or someone that you know that's been struggling to find their purpose, join Reinforce You. Let us be your ally, your battle buddy, the support you need to truly flourish in life and live the life you've dreamt of. The life you envision yourself. Each week we'll drop a new episode every Friday containing an interview, research from a wide-ranging field of scientists, and other tips on how to live your life on your own terms. So until next week, have a blessed week, and find a way to drown out that self-negative talk, and find a way to flourish. Good luck, and God bless. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Reinforce You podcast. Remember, all the information presented today is just for information purposes only. It's never to replace your healthcare provider. I hope you've enjoyed. Maybe something we've said has helped make you look at things a little differently. I hope you'll find some reason to smile, something to bring joy to your heart this week. Remember, Life is not always easy, but it can sure be worth living.